it's the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito Jeff Thidoff. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Brought to you by BetUS.com. Go to BetUS.com and enter code DSP125 for a 125% bonus. Or DSP200 gets you a 200% bonus with crypto. You can bet sports, uh, casino, horse racing, uh, pop culture, everything DSP, or everything sports related, I'm sorry, uh, pop culture related as well. That's all at BetUS.com. Go check them out. Okay. Um, Ohio State is rested up after their bye week. Uh, hopefully got a little bit healthier. Uh, we'll find out more about some of those health things as the week goes on from Ryan Day. He said he'll give an update later on in the week. Uh, Buckeyes host Iowa noon on Saturday. Hawkeyes also coming off a of bye week. Uh, they come in with a 3-3 three and three record. They're on a two-game losing streak right now. And they've got a, a, a terrific, although relatively untested, uh, defense. Um, the defense has allowed uh, 10 points or fewer in five of their six games, but those opponents were South Dakota State, Iowa State, Nevada, Rutgers, Illinois. I mean, the Hawkeyes took on Michigan and gave it 27 points to them. Uh, offensively. Iowa's been held to 10 points or fewer in three games, and they punted 41 times. Ohio State's punted 16, by the way. Uh, they are averaging 2.6 yards per carry. Ohio State's averaging six yards a carry. Uh, they've thrown as a team 939 yards. Ohio State, 1,894. Iowa, two passing touchdowns on offense. Stroud's got 24 on his own. The team has 25. Uh, Iowa's got 88 points. Buckeyes scored 293. Iowa's at 81st downs. Ohio State's at 160. And Ohio State, I told you Iowa scored 88 points this year. Um, Ohio State has scored 98 in the first quarter alone. So a big, big difference here in the offenses. Um, Here's Ryan Day. He was talking. He was asked about uh, Iowa's defense. And here's uh, what Ryan Day had to say about that at his uh, weekly press conference. Know, just the minute you think that um, you know they're not going to change it up, they do, and very well coached. So um, you know there's a reason why they're ranked so high in, in year in and year out. They're one of the better defenses in the country. They do a great job, and so this will be a, a, certainly a challenge for the offense. As uh, Ryan Day also had said, I alluded to this fact that um, uh, the second half of the season now, because of the bye week now, it starts right now. And here's what Ryan Day had to say about uh, about that. The goal is to be the best in the country. Everything we do. So I don't think that that's that was anything, um, you know, out of school. I, I think it's just the way that we approach our uh, our work here. And um, there's been really good things, but that was the first half of the season. Now we're on to the second half of the season. And the uh, second half of the season started yesterday with getting out in the field. So um, nothing we've done in the past matters anymore. All that matters is what we're doing moving forward. And um, the challenges are only going to be harder. But uh, there's been some good things, but certainly a lot more uh, bigger challenges ahead. I mentioned C.J. Stroud having 1,890 – or. 24 touchdown passes. The team has 1,894 passing yards. And um, C.J. Stroud's made big improvements this year. It's hard to believe after such a great year last year. But if you look at where C.J. Stroud started last season compared to where he's at now and uh, the way he ended last season to where he's at now, it's it's gotten even better. And here is uh, Ryan Day was asked um, about C.J. Stroud and what has gotten him to the point where he's improving like this. And here was what uh, Ryan Day had to say about that. It all started in the weight room with uh, with the work that he put in with Mick and, and everybody there, just getting stronger, faster, more powerful. Um, you know, and so because of that, that's allowing him opportunities to do more, um, you know, things outside the pocket than he's done in the past. So, um, you know, I think his body changed in the offseason and that um, he just put in a, a really good offseason. So I think that's really where it all came from. 
We've got more coming up in uh, episodes later on this week about some of the other things that Jim Knowles also said uh, when they talked to him and also offense according to Kevin Wilson. Um, the, the Buckeyes talk about their improvements under Jim Knowles, and I, I know I've stressed this a few times, but they've outscored their opponents 126-34 to 34 in the second half this season. So they're scoring 21 points uh, a game in the second half. Ohio State is allowing 5.7. So you're talking about a 16-point difference there. Uh, last year, um, they allowed 11.2 points per game in the second half. So they've cut that in half so far this year, um, just about. So that's been a huge difference for Ohio State um, in the way they've, in the years past, I've noticed there's been too many times in the second half when teams were able to continue to bully Ohio State if they got success, had success doing that, like you saw with Minnesota, Oregon, and Michigan. But um, it's not the case this year. And they're making the adjustments at the half, and I'm going to hear more from Jim Knowles again uh, in an episode later on this week. I did see uh, most recent CBS Sports Mock Draft they put out, and they had Stroud going uh, number one to the Texans. They had Paris Johnson Jr. as the first offensive lineman off the board going to Pittsburgh. Jackson Smith and Jigba also going to Houston with that Texans pick they got from the Cleveland Browns. And um, also another interesting thing was I saw Cade Stover, the tight end, who's really done some great things this year. Ohio State. Uh, typically, tight ends don't go very high in drafts for, from Ohio State because they don't get many opportunities to really showcase their abilities as receivers, as pass catchers out there, as playmakers. Ohio State's got so many weapons around um, on the offensive side of the ball at the wide receiver position and running back position that a lot of times the tight ends are doing more blocking and kind of being um, uh, a bit of a decoy more than anything else. Well, Cade Stover this year is kind of bucking that trend, and uh, he is – Slated to be a first-round pick right now, according to CBS Sports as well, going to Dallas. I thought that was very interesting. Uh, we'll see how that goes as the year goes on and as JSN gets back into the mix, if Stover still plays as big of a role and if his draft stock continues to rise. A uh, couple other notes on Ohio State, and these are not positive ones, but uh, former quarterback Art Sleesher. Look, Sleesher was the, the golden boy, the first real passing quarterback that Ohio State had. Uh, played under Woody Hayes for a season and then under Earl Bruce after that. Uh, was a um, Heisman finalist with Ohio State back in the early 80s, number four overall pick by the then Baltimore Colts. You know, his career flamed out famously, gambling issues, prison time for him. Uh, anyway, he was, um, they earlier this month, he was found uh, unconscious in a hotel room. They had to bring him back. He was uh, unresponsive. And um, I'm sorry, it, it, it happened back in June when that happened, but he, he was, this charge just came out the other day. And uh, they had uh, he had cocaine in his room, and uh, he's being arraigned or was being arraigned last week on those charges. See what happens. That looks. Sleister did time for ninety uh, five for writing bad checks. He was arrested again for stealing checks. Got sentenced to eight years in prison. In two thousand eleven, he pled guilty of uh, wire fraud, bank fraud, false fact, uh, false tax return, uh, sold counterfeit college tickets and NFL tickets and Super Bowl tickets. And, um, look, he was such a good quarterback for Ohio State. Through 7,500 yards in his career, uh, 50 touchdowns. And, um, like I said, the gambling thing just got him. His life unraveled from there. So uh, that's too bad. Also, uh, one other thing, uh, Kirk Barton. This is kind of a weird story, too. But Kirk Barton, a, a former Ohio State um, offensive tackle, he has been banned from the program. Like, Look, if you're an Ohio State player, if your first name's a former Ohio State, great. You can be around the program. They love having you there at the practice facility. Go out there to the Woody. Um, so many opportunities are out there if, you're, if your first name is former Buckeye, great. But Kirk Barton, who was working for a website called Buckeye Scoop, 
apparently was um, giving out information that he wasn't supposed to be giving out. That was supposed to be kind of team secret stuff um, as far as um, things within the football video system they had. And so Kirk Martin, this was found out. His credentials have been revoked. And um, he was in violation of the way they put Ohio State's closed football practice policy um, last year in August. And now he is no longer welcome uh, in the facility, which is tough news. So anyway, uh, that is it for today's Buckeye Blitz. Look, we've got a lot to get to this week. We're going to do more, hear more sound from Jim Knowles. We're doing that again. i got to talk about the Ohio State women's basketball team. We'll do that as well. But that's it for this Buckeye Blitz. Thanks for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter. I am at that happens. This has been the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks so much.